Hello, this is Melissa Hale Spencer, the editor of the Altamont Enterprise, here today with Bill Little. And I know very little about Bill Little. He called our newspaper because he's organizing what I think is the first ever bike rally in Altamont. And I thought that sounded exciting and we should find out about it. So welcome, Bill. Thank you very much, Melissa. <laughs> so tell us first of all about this event that you're organizing. Well, it's a annual event by the Mohawk Hudson Cycling Club. And um, in past years, this event has been held for club members and other interested bicycle riders um, up in places like Saratoga County. And uh, this year, we wanted to change a venue. And when I heard that, I felt compelled to speak of the qualities of the Altamont Fairground and um, also um, the extraordinary qualities of the bicycle riding around Altamont, Knox, Burn, Dwaynesburg, Westerlow, um, because of its rural quality. And um, there are a lot of other reasons that I wanted to do it, but those are the main ones. And, um, you know, the, the fairground itself is really a, a unique spot. It has a lot of capacity. And uh, so we're grateful that the fairground staff agreed with us, and they said, yeah, we can uh, we can accommodate you, and they they they're putting us up and uh, making space available for us, and it'll be a weekend in September for um, anybody so who really wants date? to. Just so people can mark their calendars. Sure, they should mark September eighth and or September 9th for the for the fee that you would pay, and I can get into that later. Uh, you could ride one or both days. and um, So are there separate courses, one for each day? Is oh, that how it works? Um, there's five different courses, and you can ride them either day or both days. And um, they're divided up by different lengths. There's a seven-mile, there's a 25-mile, there's a 50-mile, there's a 62-and-a-half-mile, and then there's a 100-mile ride. So, so are they recommended for people of different levels? In other words, the shorter courses are easier? Are, oh, definitely, yes. Yeah. Um, we, we place this at the end of the season, or at least the end of the summer, because people um, can kind of use the summer as a preparatory period if they wanted to stretch their legs, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And um, if they don't want to stretch their legs too much, you know, we have a full variety of challenges or um, flatter rides. Uh, the 7, the 25, and even the 50 are um, spend more time on flatter territory. Um, the 7-miler and the 25-miler are within the direct ambit of Altamont and Gilderland Center and Voorheesville. Um, the other rides, the 50, the 62, and the 100 go out to Westerlo. Yeah, when you mentioned the Helderbergs, which are beautiful, I can imagine you'd have to, <laughs> to get up those hills. I often see cyclists getting off their bikes and walking part of the way. Right. Those are That's a steep climb. There can be. We've actually tried to um, orchestrate the routes so that uh, the the elevation gain we call it TGIF total gain in feet oh. that the TGIF is is moderate even for the one hundred um, because um, you know we want people to have a good time we want them to come back again we want them to ride both days if they'd like 
And we want them to get back in time because we're providing a lunch with this. We want people to come back and sort of celebrate Wait, with us. They're doing this all in the morning? A hundred um, miles? Well, they would probably get... They, we're starting them early. Okay. Um, but we would probably get them back in six or six and a half or seven hours. So um, when people ride the 100, they have normally prepared for that. And they may have done it... Well, if we're thinking about September 2018, they may already be doing 100 miles at and this time of year. And, get, and, and so some of them are quite accomplished. I would guess. How long does it take an accomplished person to ride 100 miles, would you say? just Somewhere between six and seven. And there may be some who can do it. Hours, that is. Yeah. Um, there may be some who can do it in slightly less time. So um, they're going to gather for a lunch, and where is that? We're going to have the use of the Dutch barn over at the fairgrounds. Um, and um, it's a catered lunch. The Four Corners uh, Catering Service out of uh, Del Mar has uh, a, you know, worked with us to provide a, a nice lunch. It's late lunch, yeah. admittedly. But um, you know, the Dutch Barn is a kind of a cool, kind of a nice feature on the fairgrounds. And I think it'll be really accommodating because you know, you can, there are picnic tables if it rains. Which of course is not going to happen. No, but of if it rains, <laughs> um, we can be inside. And so um, the biking is a rain or shine event. You do sure. It? Yeah. Yes. Um, and um, you know the, the the interesting thing about the area is, such as yesterday, although it rained, it didn't rain all day long. It rained on and off, and that doesn't deter some bike riders. They will. They will. Particularly in a large persevere. group, they will persevere. They'll go out anyway. So there must be a sense of camaraderie when you get back to the Dutch barn after people have completed their courses. Are these people that generally all come out together? This well, um, the, Mohawk Hudson Cycling Club, you know each other? Or? It's a, I would call it a, a loose confederation with cells that um, for the different rider experiences those who like to ride the hills a lot ride together those who like to you know explore different areas uh and not repeatedly ride the same venues they might ride together um so we all kind of know each other a little bit but we're always meeting new friends within the club the club has about 700 members so that was one of my questions it's um you know it can tend to be a little overwhelming if it if, if a large group of us gets together um uh, which is great, which is kind of what we want, is, is a large mix of people meeting each other. The, the, one of the functions of the club is really to sort of explore riding experiences, to promote just riding, being outdoors, the, the public recreation experience. Um, so, you know, we're, the more the merrier for us. Um, so is this event open to anyone, or do you have to be sure. a member of it? So yeah. If someone wants to sign up for this, what do they do? Um, well, thank you for asking. But the the um, it's very simple. There's a website, the Mohawk Hudson Cycling Club website. You can just type that into your search, and um, on the site is um, a drop down for uh, going to a link that will bring you to registration. Um, Sections. It's called Bike Reg B I K E R E G dot com. There's also another drop down on the MHCC website, which shows the different 
routes, all five, uh, I think four of them at the moment, the 25, the, six, the 50, the 62, and the 100 milers. Um, so you can see you know, where they mill about in southern Albany County. Mm-hmm. And um, it gives also a profile for what the elevation gain will be and where it's located on the ride. And it also um, will be, um, although it's not on the, I take it back, it is on the website, it is on the link. There will be, um, if you read the Q sheet, which is a left-hand drop-down for the map, It'll show the left-hand turns, the right-hand turns, where you go straight, and where the rest stops are. And that's something I should have brought up earlier, is that we're supporting this with uh, about every 20 or so miles, there'll be a, a, a rest stop provided for people who want to go to the bathroom, they want to fill up their water bottles with Gatorade or something like that, and they need a sandwich or some fruit or just want to stop and talk to people. And that's really critical when you're doing longer mileage because the body can, no matter who you are, your body will start to wear out after a while when you're just pedaling along. Um, And so we're going to have uh, located at uh, a number of different places, uh, three actually, rest stops staffed by our our volunteers. There's going to be one at the Basic Creek Reservoir. There's another one. Um, at the Burntown Library on the lawn oh, next nice. to the library. And uh, the library people and the, actually the Burntown board has been very accommodating. They're very nice to us and said, yeah, you know, we, you can use this part of our property um, and we can set up there and you know, people will come and go as they need to. Then we're also using Schaefer Park in Dwaynesburg, which is very proximate to the school there. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's a nice location um, just off uh, Route 7, and um, we'll set up our, our last rest stop there. And people can, you know, that's toward the end of the ride. People may be a little tired. They'll be able to relax there and fill so up So this again. is a huge amount of work to organize. Is this all run by volunteers? Sure, yeah. The club members uh, are very generous with their time. They've been, you know, there's a core group of people um, and I'm, I'm a co-chairman with a gentleman named uh, Chet LaSalle, who is, um, you know, helping out, guiding me, and I'm guiding him along the way to find uh, ways to advertise this, select the routes, um, call on volunteers to help with the rest stops and things like that. So, yeah, we're, it's, well, it's one of the nice parts of Well, you've been for a long time, I can see, because when I typed your name in, <laughs> there's a newsletter that your organization, the club, puts out, and you keep popping up for having volunteered for different races over the years. But tell me just a little about yourself as a cyclist. When did you start riding a bike? Oh, well, uh, like a lot of people, um, I never didn't ride a bike. But um, So you the, started as a little kid? Uh, yes. With uh, training wheels like the rest of us. Like, yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, and um, I may get back to that one day. But... Uh, the um, it happened in, later in life, in large part because I moved to Altamont. Um, Where had you been before? Um, I've lived around the capital district. I grew okay. up in Vermont, um, and uh, then moved down here um, in around 1980, and I moved to Altamont in '91. And um, so, what about Altamont inspired you? Well, um, it was. Its location, what the roads offer for riding, and the the 
I don't want to sound too romantic about it, but the bucolic nature of the the the, the places that you can ride to, like Rensselaerville, uh, Bernox Westerlo, um, you know Middleburg, Schoharie, just plying the back roads of the southern part of the county is extraordinary, and um, I've never had a bad day. And uh, never ran into anybody who wasn't, you know, pleasantly surprised to see a, a bicyclist on, a, on a, a sort of an unknown back road, unknown to me anyway. And um, you've never say, had a bad day. You don't have ever dogs chasing you or traffic that isn't considerate or traffic's never been a problem. I've had a few dogs who had you know, strong opinions about what I was supposed to be doing or not doing, but. Um, so typically, how long are your forays? How long do you oh, go? Oh, from here, three or four hours. Um, you know, Rensselaerville is is maybe eighteen miles away. So, and it's um, and you bike a, by yourself usually? Or? I, yeah, yeah, a lot of the times I do. It's uh, and and walking here today, I there was somebody just spinning through town and heading out on the other side and. Uh, Almost every day in the summer, you see somebody doing that, and that's that's common. It's there are the club, this club, and many many other clubs in the area do offer rides, and I would encourage anybody who's interested in riding in a group um, and learning how to ride in a group to you know go on the club's website and pick that up that, because it's a lot of fun to ride with people. How is it and different riding in a group? Well, than on your own. For one thing, you get a little bit of. Um, uh, of an exposure to areas you might not otherwise see. And they're, they're organized by a leader, and the leader takes some responsibility for making sure um, everybody is accounted for. And if somebody wanted to sort of start riding or start riding in a group, they would know that the ride leader is has a list of people. Uh, everybody is signed in, and, um, and there's insurance. Um, club members would be insured, um, uh, so you have this this additional level of comfort that um, you're within a a, a both a, a more recognizable group. There's more mm-hmm. of you on the road, more lights, more 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 control of the the ride, and also um, with the insurance and a ride leader, you have kind of a um, more structure. It's not that evident. Physically, but you have that um, comfort of knowing that you know if, if you you're if, accounted if, well, for. If, yeah, if you have, weren't accounted for, somebody would ride back to find you and help you with your flat tire or help you with your chain or something of that nature. And that kind of thing is is infrequent, but it's also um, you know uh, it's a little added security. It's the kind of thing that a lot of riders like. Plus, it's it's a lot of fun to, to you know it's. It's, it's a conversational social event as well. Yeah, I live right on the Altamont Forestville Road, and I'm amazed the number of cyclists that go by that have conversations at the same time because oh, you can yeah. hear them. And it's just, it seems to me it would take all your energy, but you, you must get in such physical shape that you can... Well, there's, there is some of that, but it's yeah. also that um, I guess it's the endorphins that you're, you're, you're usually in a pretty good mood when you're doing that kind of a thing. 
even if you hurt a little bit, you're doing it. You told yourself to do it, and you're doing it. And there's uh, is there's the reward of accomplishing it and doing it with somebody who you are uh, familiar with, or maybe you you just met them, and you you therefore have a lot of you know you have a lot of time to exchange thoughts and co- yeah. have a conversation. Well, so if you started this in 1980, you're coming up on like let's see, that's like almost 40 years. Of how old are you? I'm 62. Oh my gosh. You're and in I, remarkable shape. Well, and for I actually, I, I, I uh, moved to the area in '80, but I started the riding a little later. Okay. Um, but it really was the fact that I moved to Altamont and then um, realized I needed something like that. So was, tell us about it. Is it like a fitness regimen to be in in this kind of shape at 62? It, it I mean, it can be that. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of very dedicated riders who ride. Right through winter, all four seasons, and which is not that difficult to do, except you've got to be ready to prepare yourself um, for the climate, and um, so that produces the mileage, and you know you you can make yourself fit that way. You can you can um, uh, acclimate yourself and be more uh, fit, and uh, you know it's it's good for your your maybe your blood pressure or your cardiovascular system. And it's like being a runner in that sense, although um, it's... Better uh, for the knees, though. It's much better for the knees, which is why I'm a rider and not a runner. But um, it's a... Um, it, I think one of the other things that drives it is the the sort of the social aspect of it, is that there is... There are a lot of people to talk about it with, uh, within just the phone call away or texting and events like this all over the capital district all summer long. And um, there's 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 other clubs. There's the Tour to Cure, which is a charitable event for diabetes. Um, and um, I would say almost every weekend there is a either a charity ride or some other um, competitive ride or a social ride, you might call it. Um, our century ride is is um, is sort of like what the Europeans would call a sportive, and it's meant to be challenging. If you want it that way, if you mm-hmm. want to, you know, it, you pick a goal and sort of meet that goal by training for it, or it's a uh, it can be. Uh, we have you know at certain levels, this is a fun ride. All of our rides are fun, but the uh, you know they would have less total gain in feet and um they're uh they're shorter and can be done more rapidly and they're just kind of they're they're uh going to be more available to a broader spectrum of riders they're more of a you know recreational rather than a high sport level ride um for me the sweet spot in the rides that we've developed is the 62 mile ride it is um has a lot of different features uh, geologically in the area. You, and did you yourself plot the courses for this thing that's coming up? Because I've lived here for long enough, yeah. I know you know a lot of the different um, features in the area. So, so tell us about the 60-mile ride that well, you're excited the, about. One of the what? things I like about it is it goes by, um, there's a small... It goes by a number of ponds and reservoirs. Uh, uh, there's a small reservoir over in um, New Salem, and um, there's there's the uh, Lawson Lake Reservoir. That's I think a county park. 
for a city park, and then there's the Basic Creek Reservoir, and that's an Albany City. You hit all uh, three of these on the 60-mile ride? Right, oh. and that's a city reservoir. Um, and by after that, you roll through Westerlow and then to, to Burn. And so that's uh, the Switzkill Valley, as I call it, which I think is County Route 1. And um, by that time, you're, you're in Burn at the library, and you can then work your way up to Knox, and you have that beautiful view of the... I think it's called the Fox Creek Valley or the Schoharie Creek Valley, the valley that runs from, it's either called the Fox Creek or the Copelskill Valley, depending on what people call that creek running down to Schoharie. And in the afternoon, and that's, you'll be proceeding through that area by, say, 11 o'clock or 1 o'clock, you know, it's going to be just beautiful. The sun's going to be slightly in your eyes, and you'll be looking west, (laughs) and... um, it's one of the stirring qualities of riding in this area in southern Albany County because you, you have these great views down that valley or views of the Catskills. And um, it's just, I think, very compelling. And I think that's one of the reasons why you see from your home people riding along Route 156 um, because they're heading to those areas or they're coming from those areas. And um, really, that's one of the reasons why we think it's it was a good idea to move to Alta Lamas because yeah, I think it is. just to change the the venue for people who are going to be doing this to see different sites right. and have different experiences. But I'd like it if you could talk too a little about equipment. These people that come by my house, they remind me of almost a different species. You know, they look like a flock of birds <laughs> as they go by, and they. Does it make a difference if you wear, you know, I don't know what these form-fitting clothes are. Helmets, I assume, are important. Helmets, are, man- itself, Helmets are mandatory. Yeah. But do you have any thoughts on equipment or what people well, wear? They, you can wear just about anything, but when... The tight uh, ones, do they cut down on wind resistance? Is that the idea? or It, it does. It, yeah. And aerodynamics do make a difference in um, if you get up over... Uh, it, it, I think maybe about 10 to 15 miles an hour, then aerodynamics make a, a, a big difference, actually. Um, because if you're, say you're out for two or three hours, you are subject to a lot of wind resistance over that time. So, um, yeah, it's it's it looks peculiar. And, oh, it looks um, great, but it is it, just... It is, a, um, it is a, a phenomenon that you have to yeah. encounter. And, and nowadays they're building the bicycles to be more aerodynamic and even the helmets. And um, because people are trying to, you know, maximize the experience and perhaps cover the most mileage with the, the least resistance and... Um, the the fact that the clothing doesn't flap around um, it will make a difference. And I guess a good analogy would be sailing, is that if you're luffing your sails, if your sails are flapping, mm-hmm. you're, you're not harnessing you're, the wind. We are not harnessing the wind. Um, well, when you ride in a group, is, do you get like a draft if you're at the back? And do people take turns being a leader like they do in cross-country, you know, breaking trail with snow? Or doesn't that make a difference where you are in that? Um, it definitely makes a difference. Oh, you work about 30% more if you're at the front of, of a group of riders. It's, and um, 
so everyone behind will get the benefit of, of working 30% less. Um, so do you take turns with your leadership? There Just, can be. If, yeah. if, if, if you're um, in a cohesive group and um, practiced in doing that, it's pretty easy to pick up a, uh, people you don't know who will do that if, they've, if they're all aware of how to do it. Um, it's, it, can be, um, it can be dangerous because you're close to the wheel of the person in front of you, if and that has in the past been known to cause problems, accidents. So it's it's for the initiates to do. It's uh, it's not done all that frequently unless, I mean, we're all amateurs in this kind of a group, and you know if if we know each other, we're we're fairly comfortable. Or if we know that someone's done it before and they can lead us, we're pretty comfortable doing that. But it doesn't, you know, it may happen for a while. But like I said, we're amateurs and we don't necessarily. Uh, maintain that kind of a yeah. Well, of, I think of a benefit amateur. For the root word is love, and I think it's great because you're doing something you love. What about? Do you have any thoughts on one of the towns we cover? Gilderland is working really hard um, to try and put in more bike paths when they do, you know, the road reconstruction. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on if that makes a difference to have that um, as a cyclist to have those? Well, it does. It does in in a lot of different ways, actually, and um, without attribution i was in a bike shop yesterday and um someone working at the bike shop said how happy they were that the um conversion of the rail line through um i guess it runs from voorsville to the port of albany to the port of albany mm-hmm. how beneficial that had been to them because more people see that and they want to use it and if you have more bike lanes i think it's going to draw people to, to use them, but it's also, of course, a safety feature, and um, that's to me, you know, critical for for this sport because, um, you know, we, we we know that we can be in traffic, and most of the time we are in some sort of a traffic, um, and the safest way is to you know make sure that main, you can maintain some kind of distance between you and any vehicle that you're you're sharing the lane with. Uh, there should be just more lane to be shared, and that's um, you know that's the the prospect of having um, more of those bike paths is is um, to me a, a a great one because it just brings. I can't say it's a guarantee, but a, a safer feel on the road. Um, the my experience riding in this area has been great. Um, the the drivers are um, patient and um, they you know they've never had a bad experience. Well, that's uh, really good to hear because I was going to quiz you. I have down here on some of your bad experiences to raise you I, know drivers' consciousness about this. But that's great. You haven't had. Haven't I had haven't, it. and maybe yeah. I've just been lucky. But the um, um, and or either that, or I've you know been around long enough that people sort of recognize me a little bit. I'm not sure, but I, I doubt it's that. But. Um, you know, it's it's also dependent upon. It's not just dependent upon the driver awareness. It's dependent upon everybody knowing what their role is on the road. And for a cyclist, that is, you know, they should treat themselves as a vehicle and follow the rules of the road, um, just as much as a driver needs to follow the rules of the road. Um, the uh, the 
so the prospect of having a lane and having that dedicated is 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 very positive and I don't expect you to see that everywhere, but it you know it, on major thoroughfares um, like 146 or Route 20, particularly, um, you know we do need more of that kind of thing. Our, our club MHCC actually works with um, the New York Bike Coalition, which is a statewide coalition, to try to um, you know gain at a municipal level or upper levels of government support for bike lanes for more safety training and things of that nature. So on the serious side of this whole, uh, the more serious side of this, of the whole cycling um, institution, um, there's quite an effort to get legislation for things such as a three-foot space out between cars and a rider. Um, I think that's still pending in the legislature. Um, the and to get more bike lanes and to make sure their you know bike lane uh divisions are are policed um so the you know the outlook being that everybody wants you know safer riding and safer uh driving for vehicles um the you know the experience that I've had which has always been a positive one hasn't been shared by everybody and you know every summer we have a few freak accidents which are um you know are are painful to read about but um i think it's about for for drivers and for riders alike it's about consciousness you know the you were speaking about the uh riders being in single file and taking Mm -hmm. advantage of aerodynamics and you know that's something that is should be acceptable to drivers because we're riding in single file when we're not riding single file, we may ride um, two abreast, and it's legal to do that. But it doesn't. I've I understand there are instances where you know there have been clashes between drivers who think that that's improperly taking the road, and uh, you know that's it takes education on both sides to make sure that the uh, the air is cleared for those instances where everybody should just give everybody enough enough room. Yes, well one of the things with the movement for bike paths and especially in this era of worry about climate change is thinking of using the bicycle as a way to do things instead of using a car. Do people in your club are they mostly recreational? Bicyclists, or are they people that like ride their bike to work, or you know, use it as a mode of transportation instead oh, yeah. of the car? Is there it? sure are. There are there are people who are commuters, um, and who, um, you know, they'll have they'll have their their riding bike for going on long rides, and then they'll have their uh, vela de la ville. You know, that's French for cycle for the for the village and um, Vela de la ville de la ville oh i like the sound and, of that uh, so um they um you know they'll just they'll commute with that or they'll they'll just use that for riding around have that. you ever done that where do you work i don't even know i uh, i used to work downtown and uh-huh. i was not able to commute with my bike because um, now that's one of the things they said with the rail trail people would be able to use it to commute it, it but should it should I, promote that yeah. it should facilitate that a lot and i think i know people have used it for that i just wonder um, at the other end when you get to work and you're kind of sweaty and all i, I <laughs> 
just wondered, like, how, how people deal with that part of it. Oh, uh, they, they uh, I think they have to accommodate everybody else and do something. <laughs> yeah, um, either that or they'll be, uh, they'll be instructed otherwise. Um, but, but I think it's a great thing. I keep meaning so I'm so close to my place of work to... Yes. Ride a bike, but somehow I always have big bags of papers and things to carry and never you need a, a, never make a the Velo commitment. De la Ville. You <laughs> need one with the with the, the panniers on the back. With yeah. The, um, yeah. Afterwards, I'll 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 hook you up with somebody and give you one of those or get you one of those. Um, well, are there things where our half an hour has gone really fast? I don't know if there's certain things you wanted to talk about that you haven't had a chance. I see you've got a list there. Oh well, um, the yeah, I, I would certainly. Uh, uh, encourage people to go on the, the club website and um, you know to pick up rides there, rides of all different types, um, and they're all throughout days of the week. Some are during the day, some are after work. Um, to be a but, club member, what do you have to do? Well, you uh, you pay twenty dollars. It's a very twenty inexp- a year. Yeah, twenty oh, is a very wow. inexpensive yeah. thing. Um, also, if you want to come and join the club uh, during the Century Weekend. Uh, you can pay ten dollars, and um, so um, I, let me throw out a few facts about the century itself. Again, it's at the Altamont Fairgrounds, September eight and nine. Um, Why is it called Century? Century for one hundred, one hundred miles, oh, or oh, metric century, sixty-two and a half miles. I see. Um, okay. Half a century, fifty miles, quarter a century, etc. Um, so um, the um, Point where we're uh, meeting is at the Dutch Barn, which is a, is a beautiful spot, and I'm, I'm grateful for the, the Altamont Fairground making that available. And I think this barn came from Knox originally and was found by someone and brought down here. And the Old Songs Festival people. I know Old it. Songs is there. I, th- I think yeah. we covered the construction of it, and I think it's new elements, but built in the old-fashioned style. But right. it's a great, a great venue. So on the website, um, members right now can sign up for $45, non-members for 55 That price or those prices will go up $10 on, on the weekend of the century. And um, so we encourage people to, um, to you know, register ahead of time. They'll save themselves a little money. Anybody who registers will get this fabulous lunch that I mentioned before. And um, we're also going to have a bike expo there, which is um, we're inviting uh, bicycle shops and other you know recreational uh, community providers to, uh, and they might be people who do bike wrenching and things like that, or bike training, to come and have a display table, uh, feature their wares, or maybe a, a, a great bike or clothing, or do a, a bike fit, or adjust your bike if you're about to go out on the century. Um, so we'll have that there too. It just makes it a little bit more festive and uh, uh, has more going on there than and uh, useful too. Well, it's practical as well, yeah. and everybody uh, should check their bike before going out on a long ride like this. So we try to feature that as a as as an attractant to everybody. And having been at these kinds of rides before um, in 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 the area, um, put on by other clubs and other providers. Um, you know, it does it does add to the atmosphere, and it it gives you more to think about in terms of of what you are, how you're participating in a riding event. And uh, our hope is that it draws uh, you know more interest just to riding itself, and 
if nothing else, it'll get people outdoors and enjoying, um, you know, Southern Albany County, enjoying Altamont, certainly. Um, and um, we'll be hitting all points of the compass on the different routes, and they can check those out on our website. Uh, again, that's Mohawk Hudson Cycling Club and, uh, com, And it, um, you know, the, the routes go from here to Westerlo to Bern and Knox and Dwaynesburg and all come back into the all to the uh, to the fairgrounds uh, for for the uh, for the luncheon so um, we hope to schedule riders leaving so that they'll all get back at the same time the people going the longest distance leave earliest and the people who ride short distances leave latest and hopefully they all come back um, smashing through the gate at uh, at the same time come for lunch and we'll be there to take their picture well i would i would think so um it, it is um i can't sing the praises of the altamont fair people enough because they've really they've made a great facility available to us it's it's going to be fun well terrific thank you so much well thank you for having me here